All right. So on to what we're calling the B-Commerce panel tonight. Uh, first of all, have, have we already asked this? How many people have never been here before to this meetup? <laughs> yeah, the people on the, on the stream can't see this. It's like half the room. That is amazing. Welcome. Awesome. Wow. So how many people have, uh, let's see, sent a Lightning Network payment before? Okay. Again, about half the room. All right. That makes sense. All right. So e-commerce. All right. I'll just do a really, really high level, let's say like the really high level history of like say Bitcoin payments. Okay. There was a time long ago whenever maybe one of the main narratives of Bitcoin was just like for payments. So people would accept Bitcoin, um, you know, or accept Bitcoin for baklava, let's say. There was somebody that was selling baklava uh, over the web for Bitcoin. It was a 14 Bitcoin per plate of baklava. Not per, not per boatload, per plate. Um, really cool story. Over time, though, as a lot of people were using that as more of just a payments network, um, it became a little bit infeasible. Um, and, and that's fine because Bitcoin isn't necessarily about buying a cup of coffee. It's about financial empowerment. It's about freedom. It's about, you know, getting us out of the grasp of central bankers and uh, having, having more of a, a global currency that no one controls, right? That's what it's all about. And there was a lot of drama in between, you know, whenever we had just uh, Bitcoin core on chain and Lightning more, more recently. Um, but, you know, it turns out that security um, and distribution of the network is far more important than buying your cup of coffee, right? So we gave it a little time and some fantastic people came up with something called Lightning Network, which is basically just built on top of Bitcoin. It doesn't compromise anything that Bitcoin is so good at, right? Um, 21 million supply cap, you know, privacy, empowering people all over the world, security, and so on. But now you can start doing payments again. Um, well, you could always do payments, but it's much more feasible for smaller payments, instant transactions, nearly free to send and receive these transactions, right? That's, that's pretty fantastic, and it's, it's still in Bitcoin. Um, you know, a really good example of this over the past few years uh, was a little town in El Salvador called El Zante. Uh, about 3,000 people. Uh, many people may know it as Bitcoin Beach. Um, they effectively, this small movement, um, basically had a, a wallet made where they started sending and receiving Bitcoin payments regularly, and they started a movement. Before you know it, an entire country of El Salvador now uses Bitcoin as legal tender, right? And that's, that's pretty fantastic. It started with a small group of people that, that wanted to help each other out. They wanted to experience digital payments for the first time ever. Um, and now we have, what, the Central African Republic now recently announced that they're also making Bitcoin legal tender. And then even more recently, Panama as well. And this is going to keep happening. It's going to keep, it's going to keep growing. Um, you know, but here in the United States, people are like, look, we have digital payments. We, we have bank accounts. Uh, you know, we're not shut out from the monetary system. Uh, you know, we're privileged enough to be able to send financial ones and zeros over the internet. But for billions of people all over the world, they do not have that. Enlightening is, and Bitcoin is very empowering for them. Now, 
In the United States, though, like, we all have all that stuff, so why would businesses start getting involved to accept Bitcoin? And so while we've been talking about primarily for the past three or four years, um, mainly about like Bitcoin as, as, a, as a global monetary standard and all of the fantastic things there are uh, about the freedom aspects of it and the self-sovereignty and everything, um, the whole payment stuff for coffee, while it's fairly profound, has gone by the wayside. So I want to kind of reintroduce that a little bit um, and I want to get some guys up here, I'm going to call them up now, uh, to discuss why they began accepting Bitcoin, how it helps them, how it helps their business, and, uh, and what it really means to them. Um, so we'll get started first with uh, John from Takiza. Come on up here. We'll get the panel kicked off. So John, so Takiza is a uh, Mexican taqueria in Miami. Um, they've been in business for quite some time. He was, you actually featured on the, the keynote, uh, Cash F's keynote. They're like, oh, Takiza just bought tacos with Bitcoin. This is amazing. Um, yeah, so, so really cool. Um, you're all into proof of work. You got the hand, what, what, do you, what do you call it? Like the hand ground tortillas, hand rolled tortillas. Yo, hey everybody. So yeah, we, um, we do this really hard thing that almost bankrupted us in the beginning of uh, uh, nextimalization, which is the process of cooking, soaking, grinding organic blue corn, uh, grinding it on a stone wheel, making our masa, rolling tortillas, and and doing it all the old-fashioned way. So, proof of work. <laughs> proof of work. Um, it pays off. And next, Brian. I want to introduce Brian. So he is the he's the owner of Three Forks in Austin. Sole Sole proprietor, owner, I, I kind of get confused about that sometimes, but he's, he's running that show there. He started accepting Bitcoin like at least six months ago. It was January we met, right? Yeah. Yeah. Michael, yeah. my boy here, came by that I'd never met, and Kyle, and easy sell, right? Easy sell. And yeah. we'll get into that, too. So if you haven't been to Three Forks, we're a prime steakhouse downtown. If you have never heard of us, then um, I need you to stick around so I can do a life intervention today. <laughs> and, um, but I'm happy to be here. I'm excited about this. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, heck yeah. yeah. And next up, Emil. Come on up here. So um, Emil, uh, he's the owner of a, a restaurant or, uh, called Easton Feast. He also has a hookah bar. He's like an entrepreneur, immigrant from Azerbaijan. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like total, um, I don't know, living the American dream, came here. Yeah. Do you, do you want to speak yeah. just a little bit on that? Hi, everyone. My name is Emil. Um, I own a, a Eastern Peace Lounge at the South First. Not like Prime Steakhouse, but it's a, <laughs> it's a good Greek place. <laughs> so, yeah, I moved here five years ago um, to U.S. I'm living my dream here. Uh, I opened four businesses pretty recently, moved to Austin opened my food truck and everything goes good and we actually met a couple of weeks ago with Michael and uh, he said that oh you know you can actually accept uh, payments with Bitcoin and I was not aware of that and I thought yeah why not it's a good marketing and I think that would be a good option for me and yeah that's what I'm doing right now yeah heck yeah yeah the cool thing about Bitcoin right is that like it doesn't matter if you like just got into Bitcoin or you've been following it for a decade as a business owner, there might be different reasons that they want to use it. And again, you don't necessarily have to understand all the aspects of Bitcoin, the asset, 
to you know, utilize Bitcoin the network to maybe have just instant near free settlement, save your business money, whatever. So I'm just gonna kinda start with John here. Um, so John, like for you in, in your business, uh, what was the thing that maybe kind of influenced you to start accepting Bitcoin? Well, I, so I'm a late bloomer with Bitcoin. I uh, a brief history. I uh, have a brother-in-law that one time introduced me to Bitcoin back in 2017. And he said, hey, you got to get into this. And I didn't really understand it, but I'm like into technology. And I said, okay, cool. I'm going to try it. So I go on Coinbase, I buy $1,000 worth. It's like 12 or 14,000 and then it promptly tanks down to $3,000 and I'm like, well, going through a lawsuit, got a busy business, two kids, you know, just life. And uh, shame on me, but you know, I didn't do anything with it. It was just sitting there on Coinbase. I forgot about it trying to make the business survive. And then at one point, he was a little hadn't heard from him for a while and he's like Living in Boca Raton, he said, I'm selling my house. I'm like, ooh, why? Because we own our house too. And he's like, oh, the market's going to tank. I'm like, ooh, why? And then uh, he moves up to uh, Orlando. I say, okay, I'm coming for a visit. And I get there and we have our hugs and everything. And he says, uh, did you buy any Bitcoin? And I'm like, no, man, I've been busy with the, the business and all that. And he's like, oof. It's like, ooh, what was that? And then I start poking and like to pull on that thread. And then we start talking and talking, and I'm like, I get it, I think I get it. And I'm like, and he saved me from this. You know, most people have their shitcoin stories. And uh, I said, well, answer me one thing. What about all these other coins? And he just looked at me like super serious, and he said, there are no others. They're all shit. There's only one. There's only one. And so then I was like, okay, now you got my attention. And then we talked for two days. And at the end of that, I looked at my wife and it was just us. And then they were with the kids and we were just talking about all these, as his daughter says, crazy conspiracy theories. And uh, we had these thought experiments and I was like lit up. And uh, you know, then I told my wife, we're selling our house. We sold it. We went all, on, all in on Bitcoin. Uh, I talked to my partner. We started reserving with Unchained Capital. Thank you. And, uh, you know, it was like I could see in color for the first time. I've always been a bit of a fish out of water. And uh, everything made sense. Like, why can't I get ahead? Why can't we make it? Why are we working so hard and it never pays off? And so then, uh, you know, we went in, we went all in, and then I was still a little bit frustrated because it seems like it should be easy. We use Square, there's Cash App, all these things are happening, and we just couldn't do it. And then all of a sudden, we had these Bitcoin meetups at Tequiza, and Ibex said, hey, I can help you, and we're like, let's go. And so from then on, and especially after the Bitcoin conference, Tequiz has kind of been this like little Bitcoin clubhouse slash IT Petri dish, because my partner that's the chef is also a, wet, uh, a software developer, and I've done a lot of you know, IT implementation, and we're just trying to figure it out and make it work. And then I met Michael, and we're, we're taking uh, Oshi app gift cards and ZapRite and uh, now BitRamp. And so it's just a beautiful world and, and all we can do to prepare for the next thing, we're going to do it. Yeah, so for you, it kind of started as you kind of went down the Bitcoin rabbit hole, so to speak, first, right? And then you really needed to understand, like, you know, what was going on. And you went down deep and there's no, like, coming up after that one. And then you decided, all right, I'm going to start finding a way to get my business involved 
Um, you know, and for businesses, just like high level here, you know, you're paying two, three, four percent in processing fees every single time you swipe that card. It's even higher if you're selling online. So what Lightning enables is for, as a business owner, um, at the most basic level, you can, you can cut out all those fees instead of seeing it to Wall Street every single time your customer makes a purchase at your business in Miami in this case, you can keep it in Main Street, right? You can maybe do a pay with Bitcoin discount or maybe you can just pocket the rest for yourself. The difference that you're normally just getting sucked out. Uh, so, you know, there, there's just a million different, different reasons to get involved. Um, Brian, I want to turn to you. I mean, in, in terms of like, what was the thing for you that said, you know what, like, Let's take the plunge. Let's I wanted a bunch of young, smart people that are going to be rich later to like my restaurant. Yeah. Like, that's what I wanted. And that, yeah. It's like, we're, we're in this business. I, I, I'm not, you know, it's a pleasure standing up here with you guys because I'm not as entrepreneurial as you and I'm not as tech savvy as you. And Michael's just, he's a good guy and I'm not a good guy. But, like, I come to these meetings and it's often the case that I'm the oldest guy in the room or close to it and I'm, I'm the brokest guy in the room or close to it or whatever. But I see all these people and I'm like, hey, these, these are people that could value what we do. Because what we do, like at the end of the day, we're not tech. We're hospitality. Like we care about people. That's what we want to do. And now, I'm a Bitcoiner now, so all of this is with a new edge, okay? But for the last 20 years, I, I would preach to you about what it means to take pride in your job, to take care of people, and have an attitude of service towards humanity. I have another edge on that now, but apart from that, the reason that, that we're taking Bitcoin is because it's a service that we can provide to our guests, right? It's something that eases their transaction. It's a layer that we can add, even if it's a small percentage right now. And, um, and, and I also want all you guys to really like me and get really rich and come spend your money at my restaurant. And, um, but, so you said you were a late bloomer. Like, I learned about Bitcoin 13 months ago, okay? 13 months ago, I figured Here we out. Are. Yeah. Yeah, and you know how I did it? It was because of that Saturday Night Live episode that Elon Musk went on, and all my servers said, you got to buy some Doge because Elon's going to pump Doge tonight. I was like, well, I have this policy where if all my servers go in on a lottery ticket, I go in too because if they don't show up the next day, I'm not working there by myself, <laughs> right? So Everything's good for Bitcoin. Hey, man, that's See? right. It does, it does full circle, but it's been tw over 12 months of... Um, Six months of just self-education and then another six months of networking and learning from other people. And yeah, it was back in January, right? That I met with you and Kyle yeah. for Oshi. What a great app, dude. By the way, if you guys don't you. know what Oshi app is and what it's gonna do for this town, it's already in, I know, I know you're not from here, I know it's all over, but this town, um, it's good stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate uh, it. Yeah, and like sure. we've we've been to uh, to Three Forks a few times, and I know a lot of other people have. We've had like phenomenal dinner. Like talk about hospitality. You go there, you're well taken care of. The steak's perfect. It's a great place. Um, but the, what you're saying about like you know you don't have to understand like you don't have to be like look. I'm, I'm an economist now, or I'm like some professional like hedge fund manager, and I have to understand all these things about Bitcoin. No, like you're working to provide value like to your 
fellow Austinite. Like you're trying to be really good at, at one thing, right? And that provides value to the community. And as an entrepreneur, like you're taking risks on behalf of everyone else to provide that value. Yeah, and here's where it started. And this is really important for the people in the room, potentially. Um, we're about to do a press release that's going to announce officially that our company is accepting Bitcoin payments. And there you go. Um, All right. One of the one of the questions that was asked in that is, "Hey, why?" Like they're asking the same question you are. Why did you start taking Bitcoin payments? And I said, "Okay, when the second person asks if I can pay in Bitcoin, then I ask, "Well, why can't they pay in Bitcoin?" Right? So one guy comes in to your place of establishment, retail, restaurant, whatever it is, and says, hey, can I pay in Bitcoin? No, dude, you can't pay. What are you talking about? The second guy comes in, it's like, um, no, but I'll check. You know, like, and so that's where it started. Absolutely. And like, a lesson to everyone out there, keep asking. Yeah. Just ask. Like, don't be afraid. I've had a million conversations with a million different business owners. And not once has it been like this terrible, horrible thing where like, no, it's generally like a really fun conversation and an interesting conversation. Like I encourage everyone, every place you go to, even if it's, whether it's like just the cashier or whether you catch the owner by some like random thing, because they are hard to get a hold of these days. Just pop the question. Like, do you guys take Bitcoin? Just ask. You don't have to even get down on one knee. Just pop the freaking question. <laughs> like, just say it because it makes a difference. Like, you heard it right here. Yeah. Um, so, so, Emil, I'll give like a little bit of backstory yeah. on, on your thing. So, uh, Katie reached out. I guess you guys were on uh, some group chat mm -hmm. uh, and, and you were like, hey, I'm opening up a business. And I guess she like just maybe I'll let you. Yeah, I was basically promoting my business through this uh, web. Uh, system and from that system a lot of Russian speaking community because I speak Russian and I used to live in Ukraine for a while um, this uh, this community basically start coming and I saw her she said do you accept payments with Bitcoin I said no can I she said yeah of course you can I said okay sign me up let's go if, if there is any way I can accept payments with a Bitcoin or with anything else who's going to promote my business and going to bring more in people. Of course, I'll do it. And then I met Michael. He came the next day. He said, OK, yeah, let's do it. And it was like simple. It took, it took me like three minutes to sign there up. So signed it up. And it's, it's very extremely simple to use the system. And I teached my employees to use that in like two minutes. It was extremely simple. It's, it's much easier than teaching your employees how to use a POS system, which is point of sale, where you have to choose and they, they're sitting all day, oh, oh, this is wrong, oh, no, this is right, you know? But, but this system is extremely easy and simple to use, and I think more businesses start should using this system. Yeah. Absolutely, and I think, you know, Brian was kind of hinting at it earlier, too. It's like, look, as a business owner, like, how many business owners are in this room, by chance? Show of hands. Awesome, cool. So as a business owner, just because you're accepting Bitcoin, like don't expect all of a sudden some flood of these rabid Bitcoiners like coming in and just like, like if the price of Bitcoin drops 5%, like you're going out of business, you can't pay the bills. Like relax, like people are gonna come in, they're gonna buy like a few coffees, maybe a steak dinner every now and then, but we're talking like half a percent, quarter of a percent, less than that of your total sales, right? But now what you do is you do get more kind of notoriety, you can build up uh, your, your marketing. The, the Bitcoin community is growing, not just in Austin, but all over the country, all over the world. And it's not going away. But you can start getting like these little 
practice points before maybe you have to. Like maybe the dollar, we're in a bit of a predicament now. Like, you know, maybe you're going to want to use less and less of the dollar in the coming months, in the coming years, right? Um, maybe it would be good if you're already set up, ready to go. It's super easy. It doesn't cost anything to just get started and like bring in some new customers in the meantime and stack some Bitcoin. Like some business owners, it's like most of them just keep the Bitcoin. They're not like selling it back to dollars because that's an option too. You can just keep it. Like think of it as your dollar cost averaging into Bitcoin with every coffee you sell or every steak you sell or every taco you sell, every euro you sell. Like that's just a, a different way to, to think about it. Um, so I guess now we'll roll out, like I'm curious, uh, John, for, for, your, for your stack, like we were really getting into the trenches, like deep with like the POS stuff and like figuring out how we can make it as seamless as possible because you're running like, like, like a meal, like a kind of a fast, casual, quick, it's got to be fast. I mean, your staff seemed to like pick it up really quick. Yeah, the staff are jazzed. Uh, we made the Bitcoin standard mandatory reading for managers. Um, so, so they, they, uh, I, I thought I was gonna have to force the issue, you know, be like, guys, like, yeah, come on. But they, uh, they do a book club. Every week we have a meeting all together and it's kind of a company meeting, but it's more about talking about the latest chapter and the you know, the craziness of the world and what it means for all of us. And, uh, you know, this, even the, the, the frontline staff, you know, they said, oh, it's so easy, I'm so surprised. And then a couple of people said, what's lightning? And they didn't know at first. And then they looked into it and then they really got empowered and, and uh, were educated. And then, you know, now they're starting to uh, allocate some of their paycheck to Bitcoin. And, you know, it's really, you know, the, the, the faster we can accelerate this Bitcoin circular economy. Whatever community is more prepared is gonna do better when very soon, don't know exactly when, you know, things are gonna happen and we're gonna start becoming more unstable in the fiat world. So it's um, hyper important that people get set up ahead of the time when they need to be uh, to be able to deal with that, so. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, and as a business owner, like now your staff is trained up I mean, I don't know, maybe you tell them like, hey, let customers know that we accept Bitcoin. Maybe you have like a sign. I, I heard recently you're actually like selling Bitcoin at your business for customers that don't even know how to procure that Bitcoin. Well, hey, you get your Bitcoin right here. It's super easy, it takes a moment, cash your card, you can buy it. And now we'll give you like a 10% Bitcoin discount if you pay in Bitcoin, because you, you want Bitcoin. Yeah, so we give 10% discount for Bitcoin payments. We do 15% uh, on OSHI app. Uh, just recently through Michael, he's the matchmaker here, uh, he got me connected with BitRamp. Um, I wanted to do this sooner, although I had a five-day delay due to Chase and their, their uh, surveillance on my Zelle payments. Um, and, but I have two uh, BitRamp if you haven't checked them out, check out BitRamp. It's awesome. It's non-KYC Bitcoin for the customer. And the problem is, it's great if you take Lightning payments, but what if somebody's curious and they're like, how do I do this? And then you say, oh, well, you gotta buy a cold card and you gotta set up the hardware wallet and you gotta do this and you gotta like, 
you know, sign up for some exchange, or you got to know BISC or whatever. And it's like all this complicated stuff. But now we can just print out a little piece of paper. They can have us 20 bucks and they can scan their 20 bucks into their Lightning wallet that they just downloaded and then go to town. And it's a very easy onboarding and it educates them real time and it's great. And a little side note, when you orange pill your staff, you do not need to worry about staff retention in a very difficult staff environment. Yeah, I can attest to that. Like it, it can work. Yeah. Yeah, and so kind of next thing I I want to dive into a little actually first uh, something I thought was really interesting. So Emil the other day, him and I, uh, John and I stopped by. Uh, we we paid in Bitcoin, of course. Uh, fantastic. You you gotta go by there. Thank you. Um, and then another customer came up. And uh, he, he had a pickup order, I think, or something. And Emil's like, oh, we accept Bitcoin, by the way. And the guy was like, huh? And I'm like, yeah, you can, you can pay with Bitcoin here. And he was like so kind of like taken aback. Yeah, he was, he was confused a lot. I said, well, give me a month. I will sell you a Bitcoin so you can buy it back <laughs> from me. Yeah. And then right after that, because like, we're trying to get, well, we brought a BitRamp to sell Bitcoin. Yeah. And it sounds like you want to take that plunge, too. And Emil's like, right away, oh, well, we're gonna sell Bitcoin here too. And the guy's like, whoa. You know, like, so it's not just about like us in this audience going to the businesses and start talking to the business owners. Once you get the business owners, they're gonna start talking to their consumers. Because remember, if every single time they receive a payment over Bitcoin, not only are they getting, you know, whether they view it as an investment or a store of value or just the future of money, wherever they look at it, um, they're saving on fees that would otherwise go to, again, Wall Street. So it's mutually beneficial. It's not just beneficial for the customer to swipe their card and get 2% back in rewards. Now the business is effectively saving money, and with those savings, they can actually even return some of those to the customer. I mean, we have a pay with, pay with Bitcoin discount as well. Um, so yeah, uh, super, super exciting. I think we're, uh, we're getting to where we need to wrap up a bit or at least take a, uh, a pause for a moment um, for those that maybe just got in here and need to grab some food. But I guess just kind of closing, closing thoughts, um, and I, I do want to get to one more question first. So there's a local beef producer, uh, KNC Cattle, about 20 minutes, what, uh, east of Austin. And, you know, it, it becomes interesting whenever you have, like, say, a steakhouse that's, that's accepting Bitcoin, maybe they have a little Bitcoin in their treasury. Maybe in theory, they can turn and like pay a producer, a rancher in Bitcoin that's now accepting Bitcoin. And we can really start like getting this circular uh, economy going that benefits all parties and again, keeps everything local. Um, I'm not like teasing at anything. Like, You're any kind of teasing. On that? <laughs> thoughts. So, one, I'm never spending my Bitcoin on anything, okay? Uh, and I know that's what we're talking about is using Bitcoin in payment, but I think, Michael, that we really, I saw the number of hands that were raised, and I think we, I think we really need to talk about the fact that um, you don't have to spend Bitcoin to use the Bitcoin network. You do not have to receive Bitcoin to uh, to use the Bitcoin network and that I, I 
I put on fancy clothes minus waist down, but like, um, I'm not in charge of my company. We have 85 stores. I had to sell this idea up the ladder. I had to manage up for this. And this is how I talked to my accounting department. You're never gonna touch Bitcoin. You're never gonna see Bitcoin. It's just dollars in your account. It's just dollars in your account. If somebody has the means to pay you dollars for your product or service, why would you say no? And this is just another means. And I'm gonna give, and this I think it's really important, I hate to take the mic, but I don't, but um, the, um, I'm gonna give you guys an example of another area. So I do think it's important that right now you guys, when you go out to restaurants and retail places and you say, hey, do you guys accept Bitcoin, that you follow through with that. You don't put your whole bill at Three Forks on Bitcoin, that's cool, don't pay with Bitcoin, I'm cool with that. Like, but buy one of the beers. Like, let's, let's get the transactions moving. I have um, an international company that is buying out our restaurant in a couple of weeks um, for $50,000, okay? And you know what it takes for them to put a deposit down? Like, we started this conversation two months ago, and we do not have cleared funds in our banking account through a wire transfer. Like, that's a problem. Does anybody know how long it takes for a Bitcoin payment to clear on average? 10 minutes. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. This is all, and, and this is not, we didn't even ask, guys, we didn't ask for a deposit. They said, hey, can we please pay a deposit because our international cards will only go up to this limit. We're not going to be able to cover the bill. We have to do this. We have these other expenses while we're in town for a car. Can we pay you in advance? Uh, via check, de wire deposit, how can we get this money to you in advance so we can buy your product or service? And now I don't want to pretend like it's the financial system that's taken two months. It's that the, the, the people that are executing this, it's still two, two and a half weeks. But like, that's not who's planning this. I have event planners at my restaurant. They have to run stuff by me. Then it gets approved, then we agree, then it goes up the chain, and then finally somebody agrees on amount. And then all of that is through multitude of emails on different sides of the world. So it's one email every 24 hours because people are asleep. Like the process itself is so archaic. And like all they want to do is send us money. And all we want to do is take money. <laughs> and and it, it's, it's, it's so crazy. So I'm sorry to jack it, but no. I really want people to know, and I want specifically you business owners that are out there to know, that you do not have to own Bitcoin, you do not have to spend Bitcoin, you do not have to receive Bitcoin to save a lot of money on processing fees. And doing this now will hopefully endear you to a community that's, that will follow you for the rest of your days. Um, it might save the world, I don't know, maybe. Um, it, uh, but there is no way, there is no way that in five to 10 years, people don't recoup two to 3% of their bottom line on these credit card fees and return it to improve service because we hire more people, better benefits for employees, cost savings on items for individuals, streamline, and it just, it's so pervasive. It's going to happen. I suggest getting some practice now, and you were right. It's only a hundred bucks a month, or maybe a couple thousand a month. That's not the point.
the point is it's going to be everything pretty soon, right? Right. And, and just like, just so, yeah. <laughs> Round of applause for that. Hell oh, yes. Steal the mic anytime, they say. Keep it, keep it going. No, really. Uh, so, yeah, just to make it like abundantly clear, he, what he's kind of describing too is like, you can receive the payment over the Bitcoin network, but you can still like link your bank account to some of these, some of this, these infra, like OpenNode or IBEX, in which the, the second it settles, it instantly gets converted to dollars if you want. So you're still getting dollars, but you're getting final settlement without any chargebacks at lower fees, or you can do a percentage of it. You can be like, <laughs> you're laughing over. Yeah, char oh yeah, charge the lightning escrow over here. So, so like, um, yeah, I mean, you can take like 10% Bitcoin. Like if, oh my gosh, all of a sudden, like every one of your customers is paying in Bitcoin, don't worry. You can still get your dollars, you still got bills to pay, unless maybe, maybe you're John and people are ordering your tacos, your tortillas, and you actually make the tortillas and you're like, you gotta pay me in Bitcoin. Yeah, so we're close to going full Bitcoin on the balance sheet, and personally. Um, so there's, there's always this knee-jerk reaction of not wanting to spend your Bitcoin, but it's, it's irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. If you earn, spend, and save, and you operate profitably, you're still stacking, and you're supporting the Bitcoin economy, right? And... And I think this is where we need to go to, and like it's baby steps, right? So he's chipping away. If everybody chips away at every little layer, we're in a unique position that, that we can handle the, the rough tech while it's still rough. We can help to make it uh, smoother. Uh, you know, we, we, we got exposed. I mean, it's a coincidence, I guess, that the Bitcoin conference is in Miami, but we got exposed to some cool firms, and we're working with developers and trying to use our thing as like kind of a testing ground and break it and then we'll fix it and then break it again. But it's, um, I'm happy to spend Bitcoin. I just need to be profitable. We all need to be profitable. We all need to make a living in Bitcoin. And then it's irrelevant if you pay a bill with Bitcoin because you're still earning more than you spend. And, and this is how it should be. Uh, but we're not there yet. But I think if we can just make it easy for people, you know, if somebody comes in and they, they don't know about Bitcoin, well, here, pick a Lightning wallet, download something, hand me 10 bucks and go for it and see what you think, you know? And, and this thing is viral. There's never been a human movement which is this uh, ferocious in a positive way. And, uh, and, and, and the impact on future generations are either we win, and we are, meaning Bitcoin is in tune with natural law, the laws of physics, game theory, human spirit, freedom, and all of that. Or central planning wins, which is the antithesis of that, and it's basically swimming up a waterfall. It's doomed to fail, but it's going to do a lot of damage along the way. So the faster we engage in the Bitcoin circular economy, the better. Absolutely. Man, I have so much more I want to talk about, <laughs> but I want to respect you all's time too. Um, how do you guys feel? <laughs> I mean, keep it going for a little bit longer or take a break? What do you guys want to do? Take a break. Let's take a break. And if we want to come back, we'll come back. Yeah, let's take 10. <laughs> 